going on everybody and welcome to what it ain't what it is and i'm your host jay and i'm accompanied with my beautiful wife <laughs> <laughs> and this is a weekly podcast where every Monday night at 9 o'clock we're going to be dropping a new episode to give you recommendations of what you need to be watching on Netflix, including TV shows and movies. We're really going to be focused on, uh, focusing on original content, but we might go ahead and sprinkle just whatever's on the platform into the show. So this week we're going to be talking about Bill Burr's raunchy comedy, F's for Family. This show is extremely raunchy. It is like one of the most vulgar things I've like ever seen in like animated form. Like at first I thought um Family Guy was really like pushing the boundaries of like vulgar adult comedies. Mm-hmm. But then F is for Family really just like took the ball and just said, No, we're finna like just go downfield. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, what is your first impressions of it? Uh, that pretty much. And um <laughs> It was kind of a turnoff at first, if I'm being honest. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, they dig deep into the comedy. Like, the show focuses, um, it's kind of like a, a comedic a comedic take on Bill Burr's life. If you don't know who Bill Burr is, he is, like, a very well-established comedian. And he plays his father in the um, show. Mm-hmm. And, um, but, like, yeah, like, it really just, like, try to focuses on his life um, in the 70s as a kid and shit. So... The, the type, if you know anything about Bill, Bill Burr's comedy, it is completely, like, through and through, um, through and through this show. And it is, it is freaking hilarious. Yeah, like, like the first episode was just wild. <laughs> like, it was, like, just yelling. No, it, it was, and, and I think that's, like, was one of the drawbacks when I first started watching it. Mm. it can, it's very cringy at times. Yeah, <laughs> like so they don't pull punches. Yeah, it's it's it, it's it's cringy at times, but it is funny. Yeah, so like the show just um entered entered into its third season. Um, it's a total of twenty six episodes, and each episode ranged from about like anywhere between about twenty eight minutes to a half hour. So it's not in, like anywhere near like a hard watch. Like some of Netflix's other like heavy hitting shows like Marco Polo or like Sense Eight or anything like that, but it is it is still something Plus that's it's really a comedy. Horrible. I mean, yes. comedies are always easier to watch. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot easier to digest. So what's like name off some of the main things that you liked about it? That I liked about it, um, I like the family dynamic in mm-hmm. it, especially the interactions with the dad and the boys. Yeah. Yeah, like they're hilarious to me. Um, also with the, um, where he works, um, Mohegan Airlines, mm-hmm. um, the employees, the boss is hilarious. hilarious. Like, yeah, I, I do, I do enjoy that too. Like how they dig into family life. That's one of my, my main things. Yeah. Oh, and I like that they tackle like social issues very subtly, mm-hmm. you know, like not just like bringing it up in your face, but more so just showing like what a character is going through or something. So I thought that yeah. was cool. Yeah, since, like, I think this time period is a very interesting setting. Like, it takes place within the 70s. So, um, it's still, like, you're still coming out of that, um, coming out of that mindset of, like, women being in the workforce and being a stigma and everything. Mm-hmm. So, that's, like, that takes a big part in the show. Uh, the topic of race uh, becomes up a lot in the show. Um, it's, it's a lot going on. Like, I think it does, actually, I think it actually does a really good job of, um, depicting 70s life 
Like, uh, uh, there's yeah. one episode where, um, like, the color TVs are really, like, just coming out, and that's, like, a huge deal, like, to everybody. Yeah. Yeah, like, so for people who grew up in the 70s, you definitely going to see, like, see some things that are really going to, like, take you back to it. Mm. It's full of nostalgia. Mm. Um, but while we're just talking about the uh, topic of um, social issues, what I thought was weird is in the second season, I believe, mm-hmm. they really kind of just glossed over statutory rape. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> didn't really hear much about no. that. So, I thought that was strange. Yeah. Like, so, like, they would talk, like, on certain issues they would, like, touch on. Not so much within the first season. Because the first season is the shortest of the three. It's only six episodes. Then the next two are both, like, ten, um, ten episodes apiece. Um... Yeah, the, the subject matter gets a little bit deeper, like, the the longer the show uh, continues on. Like, the, um, my opinion, like, the first season and a good chunk of the second season was really just focusing on, like, workplace, like, workplace uh, drama mm-hmm. and stuff, and um, really, and go, kind of touching into family life, but, like, the second season, I think that really highlighted, um highlighted like the struggles and like the intricacies of family life but then we hit the third season that's pretty much the main crux of it like is like is dealing with like a troubled and a broken like marriage and dealing with um how to connect with like with the children's within like a troubled marriage and everything so yeah. like they they really like they don't pull punches like when it comes to like talking about that like subject yeah. matter at all except for the statutory rape thing yeah <laughs> 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 they didn't really just try like gloss over that. Yeah, like, like it happened and then that was that. Mm, yeah, and like the show, like I can't express it enough. The show is extremely vulgar. It is an adult animation, so it is it's only I think it's like two or three scenes of actual like nudity in it. So it is not something like for your kids to be watching whatsoever. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I don't know. I think I could think of like three scenes of nudity in it from the third season. So seriously, yeah. From the third, yeah. I remember like the, yeah. the back yeah. end of the second. I can't remember any in the third. Oh, I can. It's fresh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't remember any like any in, in the third. But I would recommend the show. Like, if you're looking, like, if raunchy comedies is your thing then this might be something you definitely will be interested in. Um, if I had to if I had to compare it to another show out or any other show period, um, Married with Children. Uh mm. like what was Ted Bundy, that was the main character name, right? I think so. Yeah. Was like Ted, it? Yeah, I think it was Ted, no, Al Bundy. Oh, okay. I was gonna yeah, say well, uh, not Ted, Ted Bundy. Yeah, Ted Bundy's a murderer. <laughs> like he's a murderer. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was <laughs> Yeah, that's like to me. That's the that's the best um the best comparison of another TV show I can think of. Like if Married with Children was animated, and it was, and it was a little bit more raunchy. I think that's like a perfect fit of like what F is for Family is. It was a bit amped up. <laughs> yeah, it was a bit amped up because the show gets wild. I mean, the show even gets gory at times. Yeah, like it's. It's, it's pretty out there, like, uh, the type of stuff that goes on within the show. Yeah, and then another thing I like about it is the continuity of it all. Mm-hmm. Like, because one thing I really hate with animations is something, like, pretty yeah. pretty big happens earlier that, like, dramatically affects how a character mm-hmm. looks. 
and then like the next scene it's it's yeah, like all lack better. Of continuity. Yeah. yeah, and I hate that, but yeah. the show definitely keeps up with that. It definitely feels more like a like a regular live action sitcom than yeah. it does than it does like an animated like uh, an animated TV show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely feels more like that. Like you get that sitcom feel yeah. just without like the laugh track and stuff. But you're definitely going to be having some moments where you're just literally just laughing out loud, and like it's very crude humor too. Like it's crude humor, like it's morbid humor, like it's it's not for the faint of heart. No, <laughs> yeah. it's not. And a lot of times, I am the faint of heart. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it is something. It is something that I enjoy though. Like I, I pretty much watched the first season. Like since only six episodes, just ran through that. Yeah. And um, the second season pretty much did the same thing. Um, I ran ran through it, but um, the third one was a little bit of a harder watch. Uh, I think so because of the subject matter that it was de- uh, like going into, like I said, it got the third season definitely was it was a lot more heavy, like yeah, than, than the previous that, yeah. than the previous two. But um, it is definitely something like I said. I would I would recommend it if you had to give it a score out of five. What would you give it? Out of five. Out of five. Oh. Um. Well, out of ten, be better for you. And we can do out of five. I would uh, say uh three point five or a four. Okay. Yeah. Better, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what about I, you? I was about to, literally about to say the same thing. Probably like a, like a 3.5. Um, like the only downfalls I can really like think of it is, um, but like to me as a viewer, it's some of the vulgar, like, like the vulgarity kind of seems just like pointless at times. Yeah. You know, and um, sometimes it can seem like heavy handed. You know, like heavy handed for a joke, or like mm-hmm. some 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 things might seem a little repetitive at times, but it's not as it's not as bad where it's gonna make the show like unwatchable or anything, or make the show like trash or anything like that. But those feelings do come up. Yeah, I you know? I agree with that critique yeah. very much. So yeah, those probably be like my main my main dislikes of it. But if you have not seen efforts for family. Go ahead and start watching that. Like we said, first season, only six episodes. It is a smooth breeze to get through those boys. Then going right into season two and season three, which just released, um, I think like last week, I want to say. Yeah, season Seems th- legit. Yeah, I think like last week, season three is fresh. But before we get out of here, every week, also at the end of our um, main topic, we're going to throw in a little conversation about a random top five uh Top five topic, and this week we're gonna start off with a heavy hitter, hard hitting question. What is your top five Disney movies? Yes. Oh, you want me so to So what are them? <laughs> right. What are them? What are they? Well, it's Beauty and the Beast. Mm. First one. Why? Um, Why is that number one? Uh, because it's a great movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a great movie, a great love story, and. What's not to like about Belle? Belle was stuck up. She was not stuck up. The opening song for that film is her being extremely stuck up. I disagree. <laughs> She's talking about just like how everybody else is just so basic around well, her. Well, she wanted more for her life. Yeah, by calling everybody basic. Well, <laughs> the shoe fits. <laughs> All right, which one number two? She wasn't wrong. <laughs> My second is Cinderella. Because mm-hmm. it's a classic. 
just a really great movie, if you ask me. <laughs> okay. The live action or um, animated oh, version? animated. Even though Cinderella live action is really good. It's a close second. You know, the newer one that came out. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, because you got beef with the one with Moesha. <laughs> yeah. Brandy. Why, why, why I say really Moesha like that's like her real name? <laughs> I know, but she's not Cinderella. Uh, <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> Pocahontas is a third. Mm-hmm. Because I wouldn't be who I was if it weren't for Pocahontas. I was saying, who's that? A tree hugger. <laughs> <laughs> and it had that banger, Colors of the Wind, so. Uh, hang on now. Colors of the Wind cannot be classified as a banger. It's okay, eh? No, it cannot be classified <laughs> as a banger. It is not a, a B song. It's not like one of the songs like you can dance to or anything oh, like that. Oh, you can dance to it. No, you can't. No, you can't. I dance to it. You gotta be like on LSD to dance <laughs> to like Colors of the Wind. It's <laughs> not like no bop. <laughs> but continue, continue. Lies. It's a good song. It's an amazing it's song. A good song. It's a very it's deep song. It's probably it one of Disney's best. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Feel strongly about this. Very. Uh, Mulan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's the first like man princess. Okay. Yeah, I know, right? What is wrong with me? Whoa. Um, <laughs> I mean, Mulan was a great film, though. No, yeah. I'm not saying that it, it wasn't. Like, it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. And, and made it, it tells list, yeah. the real, you know, story of High Mulan, mm-hmm. which I thought was really great, really interesting. And she was a total badass. Mm-hmm. Um, and my last one is actually Cinderella 3, A Step in Time. Seriously? Seriously. It is a fantastic wow. movie. Now, I am extremely surprised because I just knew The Little Mermaid was going to end up on your list. I know. I just knew it because you walked down the aisle to part of your world. Like, so I just if, like If I'm going knew. to be honest. <laughs> If I'm going to be honest, I kind of forgot about it. Oh, um, really? Yeah. Wow. I mean, you have more, you have more Little Mermaid, like, paraphernalia than, like, anything else. Yeah. But I have it didn't a Little Mermaid you. purse. But it didn't, like, reach. Like, like I mean, you Make walking down the aisle yeah. to, like, you know, part of your world is, like, a little bit more significant <laughs> than, like, oh, the purse. Than a purse. Yeah, yeah, so I would thought definitely that would be been it. Yeah, well, I forgot. Shit happens, people. <laughs> <laughs> One to your top five. All right. <laughs> Number one all-time favorite uh, Disney movie. Arguably one of the best movies ever. A Goofy movie. <laughs> of course. Of course. Of course, it's a Goofy movie. I love Goofy movie. The songs in there is just lit. Powerline, one of the best performers to ever live, who never lived. Um, (laughs) number two gotta be the mega classic Lion King I Mm -hmm, am mm -hmm. basically just animated Hamlet it's a great story I mean characters unforgettable fine ass lions (laughs) what (laughs) (laughs) you got Elton John doing these um, like these incredible songs you know Hakuna Matata that's definitely a bop you know, that's something you can dance to, you know. <laughs> <laughs> then um, a little obscure one for me is uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame. Oh. That is one of my all-time favorites. It's got a lot of, it got action in it. 
it's it's also a story where it's very sad. Like <laughs> off rip, like yeah. it's it's dark. Like for you guys that I don't know, I like dark stories. And I uh, especially like dark fantasies and, and the Hunchback of Notre Dame is definitely one of, like Disney's darker like darker films. Mm-hmm. I mean like he was called an abomination when he was a child, was about to get thrown down a well, his yeah. mom got killed, and like on the steps. Packed with racism. Yeah, I mean like and all that happened and like all that happened in like the first like three minutes of the film. Like it's <laughs> it's incredibly dark. And it's one of the only ones to where like the hero doesn't get the girl. Even yeah. though even though Quasimodo deserved the girl. In my opinion, I mean, not to sound like sexist. I was enough, about to say. I know, hold I know, on it now. sounds sexist, but it's like the whole, the whole theme of the film well, was let's like. Let's just say he should have gotten the girl. That's what I just said. I you said, said he, said he deserved. The oh, girl. okay. Well, yeah, he should have gotten. Made it sound the girl. like a a prize. <laughs> no, he he deserved. Oh, yeah, he deserved because the whole theme of the film was like. Saying like, oh, it doesn't matter like what you look like, you're enough and all this stuff, and how good like how being a better person is like, you know, pretty much the main deal. Mm-hmm. Then he still loses out. Oh yeah, I'm not, <laughs> like, I'm not like, like, like to the other dude. Bullshit, it, was. <laughs> it was like utter bullshit. He didn't get he didn't get a girlfriend until the sequel, which nobody saw. It was a straight <laughs> to it was a straight to VHS film. <laughs> but um, yeah, that comes in at number uh, number three, number four is a more contemporary one. Inside Out. Okay. It's a super imaginative. Mm-hmm. I think it's one of Disney Studios' like better films. Obviously. It was really good. Bing Bong, My Nigga for Life. R.I.P. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, legitimately cried in the theaters watching it. Like, doing real thug <laughs> tears. Like, su- like, super hard. <laughs> like, it's not a game about how hard I was crying. It's really not. At was, this animated it character. It was kind of ridiculous. Yeah, it was. It, it was ridiculous. Like, it, it was pretty bad. Like, <laughs> I was crying like, I, like I've known Bing Bong like, my whole life. Like, he was my imaginary friend. That's, that's how hard I was crying. And I think my last one is another contemporary one. It would have to be Moana. I and knew this that is, was coming. And it's the only princess movie I have to. I knew that was coming. I mean, Moana is just a great film. Yes. Princesses are my favorite. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, she's definitely my favorite princess. Oh, yeah. princess. Oh, well, not mine, but. She's... I mean, she's definitely in that category. She's got to be up there. She, she's up there. Yeah. We might, yeah, we might I like I like my princesses with love interests and cinched waist. Oh my god! <laughs> and when she's talking about me being sexist, okay, <laughs> okay. That's not sexist, okay. And so they gotta have a love interest and they gotta have a cinched waist, but that's not sexist. Mainly the cinched waist part. <laughs> <laughs> sexist. <laughs> but Moana, like the the music was incredible. Like it made me want to learn Hawaiian, the Hawaiian language. Um, like I think they did a great job of depicting uh, Maui. I like that they didn't have a love interest like whatsoever within the movie. That's one of my favorite things I liked about it. Yeah, that part was passable for me. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. um, like I didn't need it, but if they gave it to <laughs> me, I wouldn't be mad. The animation was on point. I mean, like just everything. I, I have no negative like comments about the film like whatsoever. It's just an all-around really good film. And, like, the soundtrack is an utter bop. Like, 
that's one of the best soundtracks Disney has ever released. No, it was a really good soundtrack. I mean, it's it's pretty great. I mean, we went to see that movie like three times in, in theaters. Theater, yeah. Then bought the soundtrack immediately after. It was pretty crazy. It's a good film. It is. <laughs> like just it's it just a good film. <laughs> That's a really good good film, good plot, everything. I mean, like it's just it's nothing really bad about it. Like I just can't really think about nothing. You got to do it in there with tattoos and had a man bun at some point. That's me. I can relate. <laughs> so <laughs> it's definitely definitely got to be uh, one of my faves. But let us know which one of your top five uh, Disney movies. Um, make sure you go ahead and comment on SoundCloud, or you can go ahead and comment on our Facebook page as well, or on our Instagram at What It Ain't Live. But to end off the show, re What It Ain't and What It Is for you oh, this week. Shit. So what it ain't? I didn't even think about this part. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we I mean we've been doing it like for so long. I forgot. It's What um, It Ain't for you this week. I'm like, what it ain't, what it ain't. <laughs> <laughs> you like just blanking, unprepared, yeah, unprofessional. Yeah, pretty much. Um, probably what it ain't for me is that um, I haven't received your gift yet in the mail. So that's what? the thing. Oh, okay. You ordered a gift for me. Yeah. Okay. See, like that me. came out like I said, like I haven't you. received it in the mail. Yeah, but it made it seem, but that's why it was so weird, because it made it seem like it was a gift I was supposed to be giving to you, and I then know. you said in the mail, so that was weird. No, that was weird that you thought that. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure other people would agree with me. Disagree. Um, <laughs> what it is for me is Ariana Grande, because she's amazing. <laughs> okay, you sound like a super fan. Yeah. <laughs> God is a woman and it's Ari. Oh my lord. Uh, no I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's me. No. <laughs> so, uh, what it ain't for you? This week, I mean, it definitely got to be the cold. Mm-hmm. Um, it's starting to get reached down to those temperatures where I have to scrape like the windows and like the windshield of the car, and I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't like doing it. I hate the extra time it takes to do it. I don't like it. Standing outside in the cold. Yeah, I don't like it at all. And it's like, when is this time of year too? It's like you spend a little bit extra time in bed because you know it's about to be some bullshit outside. Mm-hmm. Well, that part's nice. <laughs> yeah, that part's nice. <laughs> but you know, it's it's like getting in that sweet spot that we stay in bed just enough time to really, you know, feel still refreshed and warm and everything, and not too long to where you're gonna be late for work. Yeah. So it's like like finding it's like finding that sweet spot. <laughs> But yeah, it's definitely the cold. It's not my friend <laughs> what whatsoever. And what so what it is for me this week and whatsoever. Yeah, <laughs> leave me alone. Um, I think is having some more free time. That's I haven't really had a lot of free time in a while, so that's definitely a plus for me. I'm sure. Oh, I've been loving it. Like just, uh, just going to work. In the gym and just coming home and being able to relax a little bit. I have not been taking this for granted. <laughs> I have been loving it. Like, just in its full entirety. That, yeah, that's definitely got to be my, what it is for me this week. Yeah. It's just being able to relax at home. Oh, yeah. And Super Smash Brothers. Oh. Super Smash Brothers and came out. You got to pick Playing the game. hell out of that. No, both of them. Cause, well, or if anything, Super Smash Brothers. Yeah, they do. They do. Because yeah. I've been spending time relaxing. 
playing Super Smash Bros. Yeah, yeah. You know, but I can't even really say if it's relaxing because I'll be getting mad trying to be through, <laughs> you know, trying to be through the adventure mode. But but it's a, it's the next best thing. It's the next best thing. Yeah. <laughs> Any uh, recommendations before we go ahead and uh, get out of here? No. <laughs> oh, well, okay. Um, if you haven't listened to any songs by the um, by the Afrobeats artist Miss V, you definitely should. She's one of my favorite artists out right now. She, uh, her music is just a bop. Um, one of her songs is called uh, "Sing My Name." I've been bumping that nonstop for a while. But as always, I'm your man Jam, the well damn Jam, the weather band Jam, Jam, not Jelly, that's me, nigga. <laughs> and that's Rika. And we are out. See you next week. <laughs>